Joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I'm your host for Live Joy, Share Joy. Friends, one of the things I often wrestle with in my own mind is my work. How am I a servant of God? And do I need to stop everything else I'm doing to completely serve him? Or is it something that I can do as I go? I got more curious about this conversation, and not only was I having it in my head, I started having it with other people. And one of those people is Michelle Landsberg, who said, I'll come in and talk about this conversation. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Hey, thanks, Deb. It's my pleasure to be here with you. One of the things you and I, well, of course, we've known each other for quite some time, but as you and I have been talking, it's like, yeah, how do we bring the Lord with us everywhere? And you said, well, Deb, one day I realized that my work was my ministry. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, I think, you know, to some extent, I've maybe always known this, but it's really been not acknowledged in my heart. Uh, it was a couple years ago that I was uh, just in my daily prayer time. Uh, I like to walk. I'm walking around. I'm praying. And, you know, uh, part of my prayer was, Lord, help me to be a good steward of my time, my talents, my treasure, you know, those things. And um, And I'm just thinking, Lord, you know, I just feel like I need to, you know, be active in ministry. You know, what is the ministry? You know, can you open doors of ministry for me? You know, and, um, you know, like the Lord so often does, he spoke simply and powerfully, and it just dropped in my heart. Your work is your ministry. Amen. And it's like, wow, my, my work is my ministry. And then it just sort of like, it, it just kind of, pivots you around. And instead of thinking about, okay, I work, and then then I'll have my free time, I'll do my ministry. But then no, no, my work is my ministry. So let's go backwards just a teeny bit, because of course, you already know the Lord. He's speaking to you, you're praying every day, you're inviting him in. Has it always been like that for you? Because I would imagine this has also been a journey to even get to this point. Yeah, you know, I was I was really fortunate. I was raised in a Christian home, and I had wonderful Christian parents. So, you know, I accepted the Lord as my personal Savior when I was like six years old. Um, and I've had my ups and downs, you know, um, since then. <laughs> That's quite a few years ago. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I've always uh, had that in my heart, that I wanted to, to follow the Lord, yeah. you know, to do what the Lord wanted me to do. At what point did you really start to deepen the relationship with him. It's sort of like what I'm really hearing is you accepted the Lord, you knew he's there, we've got the normal ups and downs of life. But at some point there was a shift for you, like at some point you realized like you were living for God. I just feel like there was a shift for you. You know, I, I really, I really can't pinpoint a, a time. I think it just started happening. I think it's, I think it's like the sun coming up in the east. Just, you know, it's just, there's a, you know, it's a dawning and it's a slow, you know, it, and it, it just gets brighter and brighter. And I think that's, that's how it's been. I love that concept of it just gets brighter and brighter. I am actually going to offer up at this point that I think there probably were things you were doing. It's just that you just were doing them. This is the Michelle way. This is how I think of you. Michelle's just doing them and she's going along. And then all of a sudden it's like, there it is, right? But it's these little day-to-day -day things that you were doing. Yeah. And, you know, I would say it was in my 20s that I really uh, started developing the discipline of daily getting into the Word. Yeah. You know, and I... I started with a daily Bible reading plan through the Bible in a year, and my goodness, um, I haven't been counting, but it's probably been over 
20 times, you know, that I've read through the Bible. Um, now I'm memorizing. I'm, I'm really working on memorizing. Um, that's, that's really a blessing, too. But in the back of my mind, really, all my life, I knew I needed to deepen my prayer life. Mm. Okay? So um, prayer, you know, prayer is important. And, and I've always prayed, you know, I've always prayed, and there's always been times of prayer. But I always knew that there was more and more of a discipline, you know, like I had with the Word. And uh, it was actually uh, when COVID came, the spring of 2020. And that was like the time that um, I think the Lord just said, okay, now's the time, and you need to do something concrete. So I, you know, I, I got a, a, a praying, uh, praying through Scripture uh, book, and it's like got daily prayer in it. And I, I started actually... Actually, I'll, I'll back up. It, it started a year before that. Mm. Um, and I started praying the Lord's Prayer every day. And, mm. you know, that's a really short prayer. <laughs> but if you take that as a template and then every piece of it, you can just augment and personalize to your, your day, your circumstance. And um, then that really stepped up then in 2020. Yeah. Wow. I, I love this. So at some point, God, just it just becomes so real to you that... Your work is your ministry. When you say that, what does that really mean? <laughs> my work is my ministry. It means that I'm not uh, working for myself. I'm not working for my glory or, you know, my personal gain, although, you know, that comes along with it. But I'm working for the Lord. Um, what what I'm doing, it's, it's for Him. You know, uh, in Colossians 3.23, we read, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And I think that's, that's really the key. You know, if we're doing it for the Lord, then it, you know, all the, the, the challenges and, and the junk that gets thrown at us in life and in the workplace, you know, we're not treated fairly. Um, someone else gets uh, the promotion and all of those kinds of things. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. I'm not working for that. I'm working for the Lord. And as long as I'm working for Him and and working faithfully and and putting my all into it, that's what counts. He's the one. He's actually the one that will reward us. Mm. When you say this, there's almost like a peace that crosses my mind. Because let's face us, face it. Any one of us who's been out there and has been in any kind of work environment, everything you named has happened, right? Or we're the subject of the conversation at the water cooler, or you mentioned the promotion thing, or maybe there's a job we applied for we didn't get. But when we trust in God, and we know he's got our best interest, there's a peace about that. Because we know that it's all for his glory. In some way, shape, or form, he'll use us anyway. That's right, you know, and uh, every everything that comes at us, you know, we bring it to the Lord, you know, and in that moment, uh, we just, we lay it at the Lord's feet, and then it's up to Him, you know, we just have to be faithful, we just have to show up and be faithful and trust, mm. and talk, give it our all. Talk to me about times where that has really been a challenge for you. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's a uh, you know uh, that's a that's a tough one because that's really where uh, the rubber meets the road. Yeah. You know when when we're really pressed hard, um, and this last year I've had uh, I would say a pretty pretty severe testing um, of just some opposition that I've faced in my work, 
and I won't get into what that is, uh, but I've really had to, uh, I've really had to bring it to the Lord again and again, you know, and um, the Lord has, I, I just can't believe how he has helped me, mm-hmm. and and really, he has fought my battle for me. It's not that I have to even fight my own battle. Right. As I've brought it to him, he has fought the battle for me. Mm, amen. This is what I love about what you're bringing into this is God's already, he's fighting the battle. That's right. And like you said, we just have to show up. That's right. And when we are in tune with him and we're staying with him, he's got this. It doesn't mean we don't have human feelings and emotions. And this is the thing I feel like sometimes we need to make that, I don't know if we want to call it a distinguishing or we want to give it some context, but it doesn't mean we aren't going to have real emotions, right? It doesn't mean we may not feel hurt. It doesn't mean that we may not feel disappointment, but we know who to go to and we know who's got this. Absolutely. He's, he's got our back, you know, and, and, you know, the scripture tells us if God is for us, who can be against us? Yes. You know, but we forget that sometimes, Absolutely. you know, we forget that and we, and we feel alone, but when we come to him in prayer and we, we spend that time with him, giving it to him, um, he makes that real. Yeah. For me, one of the biggest things that gets in the way of this is it's when my own pride and ego get involved and it's when something's going on and it's like, but oh, wait a minute, <laughs> right? And I can actually feel myself. It's like, okay, Doug, get the crown down. Let's get, let's get, let's put everything in its proper place. But I know for me, that is a big thing. When I notice this showing up in a work environment, it's usually I'm hurt or it's usually something related to my ego. Yeah. And I, you know, I think when, uh, when these things happen, you know, my, you know, what usually happens is I get mad. I, I get angry. I'm human, for sure. I mean, I'm fully human, and um, uh, boy, sometimes more human than others, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I tend to get angry, you know, mm. angry. And then uh, as, as I work through that, then, then there's a feeling of hurt. You know, there can be a feeling of hurt. Yeah. Um, but in, in both of those instances, God helps us mm. when we give those things to him. You know, because we, we know we're not supposed to be angry, You know, um, God doesn't want us doing that. He doesn't want us living in that. Um, And God doesn't want us, you know, uh, dragging along in hurt either or half crippled. He wants us, you know, to be whole. And and um, and if we bring it to him, he he will he will help us. Absolutely. And and I believe that it does help us grow, too. Like these are opportunities in our work life, in our ministry, in work as a ministry. He will continue Helping us grow. Have you ever noticed the lesson you don't learn is the one that keeps coming back? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, one, one of my, absolutely, oh yeah, and I think um, this, the situation that I was mentioning, um, it's one that uh, God is definitely using to, uh, to polish me up a bit. Uh, I, I am a people pleaser and to a flaw. I like to make people happy. Mm. I, like, I like things to be smooth. And so, um, so I think God has really used this particular situation to just kind of sand me off a little bit and realize, you know what? It's not about pleasing people. It's about pleasing God and yes. serving him, yes. you know? And so, so it's, it has, uh, it has helped me. And I, I hope I learned this lesson fully so I don't have to repeat it. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm going through something and I'm thinking, okay, Deb, clearly you haven't learned this. Let's get it right this time because I don't think we want to go down this road again. And as you're talking, I'm even just reminded the pruning that God is doing with us all the time. 
Yes, he's he's good at pruning. He is good at pruning. We are talking with Michelle Landsberg. We are talking about work as your ministry. We have a lot more to come, friends. We're going to take a brief pause to thank our sponsors. Don't go anywhere because there is so much more to come. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 First Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice, serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Nourishing Ways by Kelly Joe. Personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W E I G H S, or call me today at 218 368 4911. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Michelle Landsberg, and we are talking all about work as your ministry. And Michelle, one of the things that I've been thinking about is how do we bring our gifts and how do we actually multiply those gifts as we go out into the workforce and we make work our ministry? Deb, that is, that's, a, that's a great question. You know, um, we th- sometimes we think, oh, what do I have to offer? You know, I... I'm not that talented. I don't have, you know, these crazy great abilities and all of that. But, you know, one of the parables uh, or one of the stories in the Bible that I just love uh, and I think is, makes such a powerful uh, lesson uh, about this is the, the story of the loaves and the fishes. You know, um, the boy that just comes with his, you know, two fish and his loaves, um, he gives them and Jesus multiplies them and feeds the thousands, you know. So, um he just brought what he had. And I think sometimes we, you know, we belittle what God has given us or we don't, you know, we fail to recognize it. But we just have to bring the little that we have yeah. and he will use it. Yes. He is able to, to take our small abilities and multiply them and use them for his glory and for his kingdom. And I believe that 
we actually, it's a calling for each of us to share whatever that gift is. Because when we think of the community or the body of Christ, we've all been given different gifts, right? And those gifts, sometimes they're small, sometimes they're big. But when we're not bringing them to the table, like something is missing. That's absolutely right. We, uh, we, we do have a calling to do that. And, you know, there, there's another uh, parable in the Bible, the parable of the talents. And uh, there's so much that we can learn from that parable. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting when you start thinking about it. You know, he gave, he called, the master called his servants, you know, and he gave one five talents. He gave one two, and he gave one servant one talent. So he didn't give them all the same. You know, some had quite a bit more than the others. Um, and then he let them, you know, go out and put those to work. Or that was, that was the idea. But then when he came back, the first servant said, yes, I've taken those five and I've gained five more. And the one, and he said, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh, the second one came in, he had the two talents, he'd gotten two more. He got the same, uh, the same praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. But then the third one came and said, I knew you were a hard master and I buried mine in the ground. And, um, that servant was cast out. Um, and so the master was not pleased with that servant. And I think, you know, for us, if we, if we bury that talent in the ground, it's not pleasing to God. Um, and we're going we're gonna to lose out and, you know, possibly lose, it, lose out a lot. Um, but when we put those talents to work, whatever they are, you know, um, God will use them. And it's not... Like, there is the bigger God piece of this too, right? But our community misses out. Other people around us miss out. And one of the things that I hear frequently, and I'm going to make up that you might hear this a little bit too, but people are like, you just have so many talents. You have so many gifts. You're just doing all the things, right? Mm -hmm. What good is my dot, dot, dot? And I'm like, are you kidding me? That is just as important, if not more so, because God has given that to you and it is worthy of being shared. It is worthy of coming to us, and we need it. And that's one thing that I often find sometimes I'll hear people think, oh, well, so-and-so is doing this, or so-and-so is doing that, and they forget the value of that gift that they have. So if you're listening and you've got that gift, it is time to share it. Absolutely. You know, I think a beautiful example, you know, it, it's not work-related, but, you know, you think about an orchestra. You know, and each instrument has their, has their part that they play. And, you know, you might have the piccolo that just comes out, you know, in that one little, two little bars. You know, they come out and they've got their special little trill that they play. But without it, the song wouldn't be the same. Yeah. You know, we'd miss that. And um, I think that is, that is so true. You know, mm. we each have our part to play. And when we don't contribute it, when we step back and say, oh, mine isn't, you know, I can't do anything. I'm not, I don't have any abilities. Um, I can't, there's nothing that I can do. That we're, we're shortchanging everyone around us yeah. as, as well as the Lord. And I would think one of the things you do with work being your ministry is you actually look for those gifts in others and you look for ways to bring them out. That, I, I just see you doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we, 
I, I like to think about a, a team and what is this person good at? What is that person good at? And, and let's, let's uh, set the environment and the tone for them to shine and mm-hmm. to do their part and to contribute to what they can to this project or work or whatever it is. As you are going out and working with people and work is your ministry, what are the ways that you just feel like you are the eyes, the ears, the hands, the feet of Jesus? Like, what do you notice in yourself when you are really aware of this? Well, I do notice joy. <laughs> Yay! Yay! No, it, it feels really good. I mean, you are more alive, I think, than at any other time. And um, I think work becomes fun um, it, because you, you're coming at it from a different perspective. It's not something you have to do. It's something you get to do. It's a gift. It's a gift that God's given you, and it's a gift you can give to the people around you. Absolutely. Well, it's like it's an honor to serve God, right? And Mm -hmm. how how amazing that God provides so that you can go out and do his work each and every day just through the work you're doing, right? He calls us to show up this way, all of us, right? Right, right. Yep. He calls us to show up. You said it. One of the things that I often think about, too, is that if we were all a ministry, who would be funding all the ministries, right? Like, this is part of it, that when we can do our work as a ministry, when that is our ministry, we are also gaining income that we can also use to support other ministries. I feel really strongly about that because I do think that that's part of the Great Commission is to be supporting those things. Absolutely. And and, uh, there's nothing wrong with making money. Uh, it is, it's a good thing, you know, and if God gives, God is the one, you know, whatever I've been able to, you know, gather or earn, it's a gift from God, you know, as, as, as he's given me the opportunity and I apply myself and, you know, do it with all my might. If, if he blesses it financially, you know, that's, that's a good thing. And then I am able, that, that gives you the ability to then bless ministry and fund fund other ministries. You know, yeah. we can give it to missions. We can give it to uh, hungry children. You know, there's a lot of things you can do, um, and I think that's good. We need we need that. Yeah. Ministries need money to Absolutely. operate, right? So, yeah. so that's a good thing. As you're going out and doing your work, I don't know if there's a time that you can think of where maybe you've been able to testify or Jesus just showed up in the midst of a conversation, but. What are some times that maybe for you it was just like you were just very aware all of a sudden like, whoa, this is a God moment. Well, I, f- I feel like sometimes the work you and myself do together where we'll be sitting there meeting with someone and all of a sudden it's like you can just feel the Holy Spirit just go, whoosh, there it is, right? In the midst, right? Like it's just right, right there. But I was curious if you happen to notice or if there's anything that just comes to mind as you think about that. Well, I, I guess what happens a lot is, you know, um, when you're real with people and you do show up and, and you're authentic um, and you, you connect with people, you know, there's opportunities to connect with people and work. Mm-hmm. And um, when people see that you are a genuine person, that you are an authentic person, um, they'll open up their hearts sometimes, you know, yeah. and, and there gets to be an opportunity to, you know, say, hey, you know, can we pray about that? Um, let's you know, or, or I will pray for you for that, or, you know, right on the spot. Let's, let's pray. Yeah. Let's pray. It, it just reminds me, it's, it's the love of Jesus. It's the hope in Christ, right? Like it's all of those things that when you take this out every day with you, it's sort of like the mission mindset right out the door, right? Right. You, Jesus is already there. Jesus is already present in you. And so this is an opportunity to witness all the time. 
Yeah, I, you know, one of the things I pray a lot is, Lord, let me be the fragrance of Christ, mm. you know, wherever I go, you know, that there's just this awareness um, of the people around me of, what is that? Yeah. What is that? And and that there's a drawing because of that. I love, I just, I so love this. Is there anything else you feel is important to share with the audience today about making work your ministry? Oh, you know, one of the things I think, you know, that, you know, we overlook, we overlook work. It is so, it's so mundane. You know, it can be just so, so very mundane, you know, uh, washing dishes. I mean, you know, if you're a, if you're a homemaker in your home, you know, washing dishes, taking care of the house, you know, it's like, how can that be for the Lord? You know, but it can be, mm-hmm. uh, it's all, it's all in your perspective and your heart and how you give it to the Lord. Um, scripture has a lot to say about work, way more than, than uh, we realize sometimes. You know, we, we think about all the, the, the people that are the heroes and the heroines of the Bible and, you know, all their big exploits and their big adventures. But if you go back to the very beginning, go back to Genesis, what did he give Adam to do? He was supposed to take care of the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his assignment. Um, that's when things were perfect. And... That he was working. Adam was working. Um, and then you fast forward, you know, and you look, you look into the future, you know, and one day when we're going to be in heaven, you know, forever. Um, it, I, I can't, don't ask me for the scripture reference, um, but um, if people, people search for it, they'll find it. But there's a verse in one of the uh, Old Testament prophets that says that the horse's bridles will say, holy to the Lord. And it says that the cooking pots will say, holy to the Lord. And I just think that's so cool. So you mean there's going to be cooking in heaven? Someone's going to be cooking? Well, apparently there's cooking pots, you know? So that is going to be holy work. Mm. And it should be holy work right now, too, if we're doing it to the Lord. It, it's all holy. It is. I just I want to go, holy, holy, holy <laughs> is the Lord. Like, I've got to, like, right? I mean, it, it is so true. Any final thoughts before we conclude today's show? Well, just, you know, I guess uh, it's, it's really not our abilities that's, that are important. It's, it's how we use them and give them to the Lord. And it's, it's depending on him. And, you know, if, if there's somebody listening to this show and they're, you know, just kind of wondering, well, how does this apply to me? How can it apply to me? I would just encourage them, pray about it, you know, and the Lord will show you exactly you know, he, he doesn't make this like some puzzle mystery. You know, if we ask him, he will tell us. Yes, And amen. that's what's so great. He'll tell us one step at a time. <laughs> well, and I love that you brought that up because he spoke to you. That's right. He sure did. And he can speak to anybody. That's right. When we seek him. <laughs> that's the key. Oh, Michelle, keep working on. I mean, just keep bring, making work your ministry because you're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me, Deb. This was really fun. Yeah, this was a great time. Thanks for coming in today. And, and in a way, isn't this kind of a par- part of your ministry too, right? Hey. Being here today to have this conversation. I love it. Thank love you. It. We want to thank Michelle Landsberg for coming in. We want to thank Philip Elke for engineering today's program. We want to thank you for listening. And we want to remind you to live, share, and lead with joy. This is Deb Gregor. Live joy, share joy. Live joy. This is Deb.
Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.